Hello and welcome to episode 220 of NOLA Time. My name is Ovid Velez and with me is Mario's third brother, Mr. Joel Young. <laughs> I'll gladly join that family. Uh, I'm glad you remembered the episode number, man, because I did not remember. <laughs> you lost track. Which one, which one were we on? Sorry. 220. Wow. Yeah. That's, well, that's, the, only, that's... the only way I, I, I remembered it, it was because I was fixing the YouTube stream because he's been neglected for uh, oh. the last couple episodes. And I saw that the last one that we successfully were able to stream on YouTube was 218. So I just went <laughs> off of that. Math. I just went off of that. You know what? I could be wrong. I think we're still, you know, five years in, we still have no idea what we were doing. Um, yeah, I we mean, do we just go with it. Yeah, we do. We do sound much better than we did back in, bro. I so last week I went back and uh, listened to episode zero, and like I think it was episode like twenty four or something like that. Oh, <laughs> it's rough. It was rough. It was rough. I was uh, so awkward. So, yeah, I think I think we really came like a. We came into the the, uh, the, the into the, the the podcast shoes, I guess, when we started doing the video. Because when we started doing the video, like you can tell that that we got much better at it. So. Um, and, and it was kind of like a phone call before that too. I mean, the quality yeah. sound that way, but even the way we were recording them, right? So yeah. it, it it does make it, it does make a difference when you can see the person you're having a yeah. conversation yeah. with. You can you, know, you can feel the crazy. chemistry better, and and you know, yeah. get, you can see you know the yeah. person that you're talking to. That 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 really helps, right? <laughs> you would think that that would help. But Joel, we're going to dispense with the pleasantries because we do have a lot to cover today. Uh, but how are you, man? What's up? Yeah, I'm doing great. I got one big update. Very small independent movie came out uh, last week since we last recorded uh, by the name of The Batman. Everyone, anyone ever heard of The Batman? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, guys, it was it was it was it's a Who big that? movie. Uh, you know, I, I went ahead and got to see it last week, Friday. So the day after we recorded last week's episode, which is why you might have thought, hey, wouldn't you have talked about it last week? Because it was the day it came out. No, I saw it the day after. Uh, had a really good time. Went to see. Went to got Little Caesars. You know they had that Little Caesars um, Batman pizza. Oh, the um, calzone, calzone pizza. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. It was actually pretty good. I went, yeah. went and got that. You know beforehand. what? Little Caesars for still being, you know, technically five dollar pizza. This is what five fifty five, yep. right, for their cheap pizza. Yep. It's pretty decent, man. It's, it's, like I've had pizza's a pizza. I've had worse pizza, and I've paid more. I've paid more for worse pizza. Let's say that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's fair. That is fair. A pizza's a pizza, right, Obed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even when it's mediocre, it's still good. It's still like, pizza, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but I mean, no, it was, it was pretty good. Um, you know, I just, it was fun. It, it, long story short, it just so happened that there was a, a some kind of coupon deal thing that I had that it worked out, that, and I didn't realize, put two and two together, got the calzone fun. Anyways, <laughs> um, got this, <laughs> no, about the movie, which is what people really want to hear about. Um, I'm not going to get into spoilers because, Obed, you have not seen it. I know no, there not. are many people who still haven't seen it. Uh, there's a lot of people that still haven't seen the movie. Yeah. And the movie did really good. I mean, did it got about good? 120, 130 mil around that range um, over last weekend. Um, yeah, so so non-spoiler reactions here. Right off the bat, I'm going to tell you exactly what I said to you when I messaged you after I saw the movie. Uh, 
8.5 out of 10 for me. Um, probably leaning more towards a nine, if I had to say, um, as, as I've digested it, right? Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll stick to my number, 8.5 out of 10. Um, great movie. Absolutely great. I mean, they... What I loved about this movie, uh, the tone. Like, you always hear people say, Batman's dark, Batman's dark. No, this... I mean, as I think about it more and more, this is up there. This may be the darkest Batman you, we've ever seen. Like, and I'm not just talking about like aesthetically, right? Like, that's a part of it, but <laughs> but just the entire. Um, not, the entire... not because the movie takes mostly place at night. At night. But yeah. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> the whole movie's at night, dude. Yeah. There's like barely any daylight scenes. And even the daylight looks like it's about to <laughs> get dark in any minute. Um, anyways, so yeah, dark, very dark. Um, and, I'm, and I mean, in a good way, very, very reverent of Gotham. Like, it, it, you know, it, it's a movie that like you instantly know what scene you're in. Like you didn't feel like you had to kind of get like adjusted to the world. They they put you in and it's very, very accurate. Probably it might be the most accurate Gotham I've ever seen, to be honest with you. Like it felt like I was reading straight out of the books. Like all the people were writing their roles and everything going on. And and and, and the opening scene. Oh my goodness, Obed. The opening scene of this movie. So, so good, bro. Like it jumps from one thing. So another like it's it's it feels like a pre a prelude in some sense, right? Like this this introductory thing. Oh my goodness, dude! Captures your attention right off the bat. Nice. Really, really love 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 that. Um, you know, there there's a there's a the the costume I mentioned beforehand that it felt very awkward to me. In the movie, it, it really worked a lot better than yeah. than I looked at in the trailers. Um, we'll talk about something that looks very awkward when when it's still and looks better in motion. Yes, yes, we'll talk about it in a yes. minute. So, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and we haven't talked about, about it, and we haven't talked about it, and you know what? Well, yeah, I know exactly you know what, what you're talking yeah. about. Yep. So so yeah, like like in motion and in the movie and and when the way it all goes, like that. I, I will admit, I was wrong about that. Costume's fine. Um, to totally fine. Um, you know, Catwoman, really good. To me, Obed, what, the standout performance of this movie, and I know that many people might think of this, but for me, it was Penguin. Like, That's he what was I heard. so good in this movie. Yeah. I mean, like, he should have been very like most if you would have told me before penguins in the movie but it would have been goofy would have been like oh it's the little man like jokes and like you know he's, he's this DeVito, little like bird man Dan DeVito, you know and even Dan DeVito didn't do a terrible job when you really oh, think it was about excellent. it you know, yeah, excellent. yeah it gave a personality yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah but like I, like it just could seem very it seemed like out of touch with 2022 a move a superhero movie oh, oh, you know, yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah. realistic yeah. yeah but this i'm telling you he was he stole that stole the show when he was on nice. the scenes for me at least. Um, I would argue because of how people have had their complaints about how the final act comes together, um, which was it was okay. It wasn't it was to me it didn't fall apart at, at all. Um, but I would argue if the movie could have easily let him actually be the main villain. Like Riddler's cool, but I think he could have been way more and and when you get to that car scene that everyone sees in the trailer, yeah. best scene of the movie. I mean, that scene is just, you're going to be zoned in. Even the Batmobile, I felt that, uh, you know, it, it looked okay beforehand, but when you watch it instantly on screen, you're like, that is the, that might be one of the best Batmobiles I've ever seen. Interesting. And, and, and bold statements. I mean, bold statements. Now, what I've said all that to say, 
Uh, I really like the movie. Um, I think it's really good. Now, I have things I don't like about it, Obed. Okay. Um, I, 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 there's things that I felt very strongly about with this movie. First off, I mean, let's talk about the Batman, right? Um, Robert Pattinson is totally fine as Batman. Bruce Wayne, terrible. I mean, what what they were doing with him <laughs> played into the tropes, dude. Oh, of like okay. that, like the tropes of what people were saying, like, oh, it's Twilight Boy. Like he literally, to me, was acting like a vampire. Like, even some of the shots and the way he carries himself, it makes sense for some moments. I'm not gonna say all of it doesn't work, Obed. Okay. But when you understand that there's supposed to be a distinguish between Batman, who his true self is, and Bruce Wayne is the real fake, you would expect to see a distinction. And there is zero distinction, Obed. He is the same brooding person the whole time when he's Bruce Wayne and when he's Batman. Okay. And some people so, say, oh, that's because it's his first year. I, I, I didn't take it that way. Well, I, mean, I took it that this go is back, the way that they... We can yeah. go back to Christian Bale, right? And, right, and he right. was able to pull off both excellently exactly oh perfect perfect yeah and even going Absolutely. back to michael keaton too like when michael he was keaton, bruce perfect. wayne he was very charismatic and and had, you know sense of humor and then totally different he was batman, he was batman. Yeah. yeah yeah he was yeah, gonna yeah. bust your face then like this the whole time so I this felt is like, like batman 100 like all the time he's batman 100 yeah. and and like kind of <laughs> looked like he was you know like a like he kind of like a vampire like most of the movie i'm not gonna be like i would have <laughs> I would, and I think it can be fixed. Like I, I'm talking about this movie in particular. I'm not like canceling it by any means. I just said I really like this movie. Um, so when people hear me say my complaints about this movie, they think like, "Oh, that means you didn't like it." No, I really like this movie, man. Like it's really good. But um, like if you watch, you watch Tenant, right? I haven't watched Tenant yet. Okay, because it's a long Tenet. movie. It's and I have to like make <laughs> family time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you get a chance, watch it. Especially when you got surround sound, dude. It'd be great. Um, when you get a chance, watch Christopher Nolan's Tenet. Uh, Pattinson in that role was more Bruce Wayne than Bruce Wayne is in this movie. Like, that okay. would have been more perfect. The way he's okay. the man, the suit, and he's he's kind of like a detective-ish kind of looking guy. Like that would have been more more cool. But we don't get that at all in the movie. So that that was that was it was very very apparent. And then there's a lot of scenes you get like that because although this movie has phenomenal action scenes. I mean, just perfect. You don't have as much action as you might think. Like, you don't see him do as much. It's a very long movie. You don't get as much action. The action scenes you do get are phenomenal, but you get a lot more Bruce Wayne than you might have originally thought you signed up for. Um, and so that's why that was. I, I, I mentioned it because it's, it's very obvious. Okay. Um, and then that leads me to the next thing that I didn't like. The movie's too long, man. Uh, and you would have thought, oh, this is really cool. Three hours. Like, it's got to be like a great immersive experience. The writing is fine. It just feels like they just kept writing. Like it felt like they just okay. like they feel like old man trying to tell you a story. Like you know he's not getting to the point like the way he, he could have. So it's not that what you have is is unimportant. Like it's not like they don't waste time with scenes. Every scene works. I don't want to say that's too long. Like it doesn't work. So gonna like it just it just feels like it's prolonged. Okay, because Snyder Cut yeah. was longer than that, right? Three well, and a half. Like four what? and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's like three and a half, almost four hours. Um, but it doesn't feel like no. it's getting like over, like it doesn't overstay its welcome, basically. Not at all. Yeah. Because I think Snyder okay. understands the heart of a hero so well. Like when you think about like his Man of Steel and his writing mm -hmm. on the first Wonder Woman movie. And then like you're talking about this, the, you know, these other ones, like he gets like this hero journey very, very well. Where with this one, 
it's like you have those scenes that you like you get that push and then you get like a slowdown like it, it changes gears I and I, i'm okay i don't think it i don't again i don't think it's bad it's just when you see it trust me you'll know what i'm talking about like if you try and watch it in one sitting you're like wow this is a long move okay. it, it feels long um Got so it. yeah you know and and then i think that's i think that's where people have the problems with the ending of the movie because it's like you sit for so long but you're thinking but wait until i get that epic so it's kind of like it's kind of like a game that, that scene. it's kind of like a game it's like okay let's go let's go do the uh the final thing and then the right. final thing it's an extra five hours of game time yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. Like you, you're thinking it's gonna. You're thinking all this long time. Okay, that must mean that the end's gonna really pay off. And then you get to the end, and it's like very like certain things are happenstance that that go on. You're not really fighting the main. I don't want to get into stuff, but you're not okay, like okay. things no, yeah, yeah, happen yeah, yeah. that you're like, okay, sure, um, <laughs> cool. And because because I think it's so cinematic that it's very cool. Um, okay. Man, there's scenes I can't wait to talk to you about. Uh, we'll definitely have to get back into this when you see it. Yeah, it's coming I know, on HBO for sure. Max coming up next month, so I'll be watching. I'm going to be watching it again, Obed. Um, probably within the next week and a half. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, I, I, I like it, guys. Do I think like people are coming out saying it's the best Batman ever? I'm sorry. I, I, I I'm sorry, man. Ooh. It isn't. Is it? Is it up there? It's. 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 It could be in the top three. It, it could okay. be in the top three, man. Okay. I would. I would argue that like. Like this one and rises, like it could be, it could be in that 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 world for me. All right. Um, each to their own, but I don't think it passes the Dark Knight. I think that movie is is cinematic perfection. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. good. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. It's on my list, and but I'm being, uh, I'm I'm picking my battles, right? Because I really yeah. want to go see Doctor Strange, and uh, and we're planning on going to see Sonic next month, so. Uh, I'm picking my battles when it comes to going to a movie theater. But I did watch two movies, Joe. One movie has no right to be as good as it actually was. It was Free Guy. Oh, that's phenomenal. It was really good. Oh, yeah. It was really good. <laughs> that's a really good movie. Man, stupid movie was so good. It had so much charm and heart. I was like, man. This is so the only thing that took me out of the movie, right, it's you don't you know what it is, right? It's like this technology doesn't work like that. It's like get, no, the games don't no. This this doesn't work like Smashing this. Smashing the server, no, and yeah. Slowly crash. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, bro, know, are you kidding me? Are you just gonna unplug your server, like destroy your server, and lose like millions of dollars? Are you? Right. It's the like it's nonsensical, right? When it's, it comes yeah, to like yeah. the tech, like the technical aspect yes. of it. It's absolutely nonsensical. Um, right. But the movie itself was really good. Um, yes. A lot of heart, a uh, lot of cool references to, you know, pop culture and gaming. And, uh, you know, uh, you can you can tell the Disney scenes that got added. Uh, yes. <laughs> Very obvious. You, they're obvious. Like, like you can tell you can tell which which scenes were added after Disney bought Fox. And it's yeah. and, and, you know, even with that. uh Dan, I it's like I was surprised that I really, really enjoyed it a ton, and it was a good time. So yeah, I, it's I've been wanting to bring that one up to you because I, you know, I, I knew that was that was a good one, and I'm glad you got to see it because I know yeah, yeah. people such as ourselves would appreciate some of the things yeah. done there. And they got the they 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 use 
they used gaming um, stereotypes and tropes, but not in like a, in a bad way. They no. used it in a fun way. In a, in very, like yeah, used- in a positive way. Like they, they, they bring it out as a means of people interacting with each other. Right. Uh, which is like, um, you know, the anti trope, which is the, you know, the, the 400 pound guy in the basement yes. playing World of Warcraft by yes. himself and not talking to anyone. So they brought it, it was like everyone plays and everyone, you know, is. So, I, yeah, I, I, I really appreciate it. I really the, do. The, the girl is playing as this really huge guy, and like it's like little kids like playing as yeah, the little girl playing and, and yeah. dropping f bombs and it, right. no, yeah, yeah. It, like it's, it's different than people might perceive, but like yeah. done in a really really fun way. Um, yeah. Obed, tsunami was that not Konami? Bro, that's so <laughs> on the nose, dude. Tsunami. It's... That was Konami, bro. It was Konami, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Actually, Soul you know Kojima, what? Stole Kojima's game, and, and, uh, bro. They stole the he engine. Just wants his game back. They stole the engine. Yeah, like, like Konami, like Konami stole basically stole the Fox engine from Kojima. Yeah, like and that and then they started using it for other crap and then and then fire Kojima dude, or Kojima quit or whatever. Which it was like super on yeah. the like whoever wrote it right knew like they the could like the Kojima yeah. Konami stuff right and we'll talk Konami uh, in a minute it's in the docket so we'll we'll talk about <laughs> it but yeah, I enjoyed it I enjoyed it also Se- sequel's coming oh really nice nice yeah. nice okay cool cool um and and watch West Side Story um, okay that that, that was interesting uh I gotta say like West Side Story right uh, I'm not a, a frou frou uh, uh, what you call it? A uh, drama movie guy. I'm not right. Um, I, I've I know the the historical value, especially for Puerto Ricans that that West Side oh, Story sorry. has, right? And I never watched the original, so I watched it with the wife. Oh. Um, wife was um, like she did she didn't understand where the movie was going, right? I had to explain to her. I was like, well, this is like, dude, this is like. I don't know if you caught it, but this is like a retelling of Romeo and Juliet. And she didn't get it until the ending. I was like, ah, I was like, yeah, it's like, that's what it is. So, um, I, I don't, I don't have much to say about it. It was good. Um, very, I mean, Spielberg, right. But yeah. like, it was so well shot, dude. Oh yeah. Immaculate. Immaculate. Oh, it yeah. was really good. Uh, also like to me, no subtitles. Spielberg made the decision to have no subtitles. For no, the for the Spanish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it would two two things of note, uh, at least for me, right? Uh, I think that other than the uh, cinematography and the shots and everything, you know, uh, the uh, I guess the technical aspect of shooting a movie, uh, which was, uh, you know, like I said, uh, phenomenal. Uh, I think the choreography was like spot on, and I'm not. Like I'm not a dancing guy. Like I don't watch any dancing anything. You play Just Dance, right? Yeah, my daughter plays Just Dance, but it's like I don't, know. I don't know. I don't, I don't engage in such activities. Uh, so um, that, but it was, it was very, very good, very, very, very good. Um, one thing that was to me very interesting, Joe, and this is like not even like a like a younger Puerto Rican would get, right? But like the first song they sing in the movie is the separatist anthem, Puerto Rican anthem. Like, yeah. I did, I know. Like, like wow. that song is like 
that song was banned for like 30 years dude in the island because wow. because like like that was associated with like terrorist attacks that separatists were doing around the island and in the u.s so it's wow. uh yeah so that was very interesting and i and i know right because i knew i knew people that were separatists when i was back in college right uh so um that whole thing really died off in the last 20 years sure. uh but uh but it was it was still big it was still big in the 90s um and and i was like oh man they're singing the <laughs> they brought back a canceled this anthem and i told my wife i was like i haven't heard that since college because because college right <laughs> so yeah yeah um but yeah it's uh it was very interesting to hear that song in the movie very unexpected and i was like that's a it's a, a true Puerto Rican deep cut right there because because <laughs> not uh, not a lot of people would get that but um yeah I mean from again it was it was uh it was Spielberg uh and it was very well very good it's very 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 good so uh not much to yes. say there uh, I'm not I'm not gonna talk about anything else and we'll talk about obi-wan right now Joe because hello there we have. Uh, what started as simple pictures from Entertainment Weekly turned out to be an entire day of Obi-Wan. Um, and, you know, pictures are great. We got a picture of Vader today. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I yeah. saw that one. So, uh, I mean, Vader's Vader. You know, not much to say there. But it is, you know, confirmed heading Christians and, and that shot wearing the Vader costume. Uh, but, Joe... Yesterday morning, right? I was at work. I was in the office. We went back to the office again uh, this week. And uh, I was in the office and um, I had my my random like Spotify playlist. It was in, it was the morning, right? And Battle of the Heroes comes up because I have it oh, on my yeah. playlist. And I was yep. like, man, they better have this song in the Obi-Wan show. And, what, and the trailer pops and I was like, you did it. You did it. <laughs> so... Okay, uh, holy crap, man! I was shaking when I when I, I I finished watching it, and I was shaking. I had to go for a walk, and I was like, "Whew, man!" It's like it was it was everything I I hoped it would be. Now I'm hoping that it it is that it is as good as this trailer was. Um, I I am I'm just very excited and very very happy. Because it's, I said it before, you know, it's it, Obi Wan is my favorite Star Wars character. We talked about it a million times years ago when we first started the podcast. So, um, ah, uh, I don't, I don't know where to start because it's like everything was perfect. Okay, let's talk about the Grand Inquisitor. Let's talk about that because that seems to be the, uh, the I guess the point of contention uh, between most people. Um. And, and I'm gonna give you the Batman costume thing because that shot that when you first see him, I think the angle and the lighting is not good for the character design. When you see him again, interrogate him who could potentially be Rex. Cause <laughs> I you know what? Um could be. It, it's uh it's he looks way better on that other shot. So that's all I gotta say about it. I'll, I'll judge it when I see it. So, um, okay. So 
is the dude with a D, with a uh, DL44 blaster. Is that Obi-Wan or, or is that Solo? Because this movie takes place a year after Solo. Solo's with Chewie doing crap around, you know, and, and smuggling and stuff. Is this... Uh, I- like, is this Solo from the movie Solo? Is it the actor back from Solo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, the first time I watched it, didn't catch it. Then I started seeing people post things online. And I'm like, oh my gosh. That looks like exactly like... And that shot is perfect, right? Like that alleyway shot specific. Uh-huh. So, honestly, Obed, I think Solo's back in this. I think we've been misguided uh, because... In Boba Fett, there was very strong rumors that Solo was going to show up in that show. Mm-hmm. I believed it. I believed it. I believed it. Maybe I was wrong. I was not wrong about the character. I was wrong about the show. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, maybe yeah. everything that I was hearing and believing is was the wrong one. Maybe it wasn't Boba Fett. Maybe it was really supposed to be in Obi-Wan. And now mm-hmm. you put things together, timeline, rumors, Harrison Ford signing over certain rights. I, I think you could put things together and say it's inevitable. So why not? Have yeah, it, be him? it makes yeah. sense. Um, here's the thing. So there's in one of those shots. There's like a, a fairy uh, alien. Um. Did you see him? Is he there for like like a second, like one second? And one could assume that that's Chewie, right? And it's the same planet where that shootout and the alleyway and whatnot take place, which could potentially be Solo. It could be everyone. We don't know, right? Um, if you go to A New Hope, when uh, like Obi-Wan went to look for Chewie, it most likely because he yes. know he knew he knew him he knew Shui, and it was like yeah Chewbacca here can hook us up and then Solo comes in and is like oh yeah I'm the captain of the Falcon so maybe he'll meet Shui but not meet Solo and since you know Chewie, uh, you know Yoda had good relations with the Wookies. I was just about to say that you know he's a he's a, a Jedi he can feel it right. Um, and should we help him or something? I, bro, I'm so excited. The stinking show and the stinking music got me so hyped. <laughs> and then that remix of Duel of Fates was awesome. And then, um, you know, I was not expecting to see the, uh, was it, is it the fifth brother? brother? The, uh, yes. Yeah, from yes. Rebels, which yes. Dar- Darth Maul gets, <laughs> gets got. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I knew I knew he was gonna be in it. Um, I, I the Grand Inquisitor, I did not know was gonna be in it. That was news to me. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah, I knew. Uh, okay. Yeah, I did not. So, so I was like, it's for us. It was reversed. We okay. knew different yeah. different Inquisitors. Yep. Uh, this character Riva, um, you know, being a new Inquisitor. New Inquisitor yeah. Um, that was an that was that was interesting because when she was cast, people thought she was gonna be a Jedi because all she I guess she posts on social media something like I wield a lightsaber or yeah. something like but that. But we don't know which color, right? We didn't know which right? color, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. well, that was gonna be that choice. Yeah. So we what the rumors have said beforehand of supposedly his mission would be around Leia and him yeah. having to protect her, it would make sense that would be one of the few things to get him to leave Tatooine. Like he wouldn't he would 
Obi-Wan's a faithful. This is the reason why he's both of our favorite characters, because this guy is true to the Jedi Order to the end, right? And if they told him, you got to stay on Tatooine, he was not like, if it was Anakin, you told him, a young Anakin, Anakin would have gone and did whatever he wanted. Okay. Obi-Wan, on the other hand, if they told him to stay there, he stays put to the day he dies. But he would leave if Bail Organa said, I'm in trouble. So this one scene that we keep talking about in this trailer and this kind of looking like Hong Kong looking setting or something mm -hmm. like clearly um, something very important is going on that is driving him out of his, his town. Okay. So I just did a quick, uh, a quick um, fact check on the, uh, on here um, for Jedi Fallen Order. So, cause it happened already. Uh, I thought it was kind of like around the same time. Jedi Fallen Order actually takes place uh, four years prior to to Obi Wan. So Trilla is get dead. The other sisters dead, right? Right. Uh, Cal Kestis has the um, the uh, the uh, holocron, or what was it? A holocron, right? Or, or yeah. well, he destroyed it, but right. Who does Obi Wan leave taking care of Luke while he while he goes away? Right. I think I think we'll probably see Cal Kestis in this show too. Would love that. Would absolutely and, love. And that. he knows what's up with the Inquisitors, and he's been to the Inquisitors, which we see is. Are you kidding me? They're gonna go there too. This is amazing. I love it. It's like this was like made for. So. Here's how you bridge the gap, right? Uh, <laughs> this is how you bring new Star Wars fans in, meaning the animation kids, like kids that watch Rebels, right? That grew up watching Rebels and now are, you know, maybe a little bit older. Um, same with Clone Wars, right? This is how you bridge it. Bring Obi Wan from OG, right, and mix it with the animated shows, and that's how you make something for both the newer generations and the old school guys, or you know, and gals. So, was it that hard? Probably not. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to step on eggshells here, Jill. But, but <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> I don't want to step on eggshells. But uh, I, you know, the, clearly, I mean, clearly, they they either listened to fan feedback from the uh, sequel trilogy, or they were able to just do this. At the beginning, and the sequel truly was just a thing that they did because they just wanted to do it, and they just wanted to make it for like the new guys uh, or the new fans. See, see but they so. did bridge in the in the in the new movies yeah, because but they I, had in Luke Skywalker and Han. So no, that's the thing. They, no, they, they, the this, story just was wasn't done wasn't done in a way that yeah. we would have been more obvious and more respectful that's, that's, of the phrase, yeah, the phrase yeah, that it, that's, say, that's right? exactly what I'm trying to you say. you can have Obi-Wan and have these other guys there, but if it's not respectful, and I'm, we're hoping, right, when we watch this, this is going to pay off, and I yeah. think it will. Um, Kid looks there, that's, so you that's know the that, point. yeah. Yeah, like, that's that's the point, I think, in it, right? Like, 
take the two worlds, put them together, respect one another. It doesn't mean that the new is, is better than the old and the old is better yeah. than the new. It just means that they're both awesome. And why can't they both be awesome? Why does one have to be dumbed down and the other one has to be magnified? Like people love both of these and they should be able to coexist in that. Absolutely. It's Star Wars for crying out loud. So I think what they're doing here, o- Obed, like I didn't, I didn't expect such a hard rebels connection specifically. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it feels like this is going to be one of those shows that, like, we, we had this happen with Mandalorian. We had this happen with Boba where people are like, who's this person? Like, yeah. why are people? It's like, you don't understand. Yeah. We're getting payoff for the hours we spent watching what people thought was Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, well, to see the really epic yeah. stuff that they've done. So, and that's the thing. Like, we don't. Like right off the bat, we know that the Grand Kisser is not gonna die. We know that the no. fifth, bro- fifth brother is not gonna die. We know we know who's not gonna die because they show up later and then we they, know Darth then, Vader then they is die. die. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and yeah, we Which know we never saw Vader in the trailer. Yeah, I mean, he's, in, the, he's the implied. Yeah, exactly. The, the yeah, never see Obi Wan ignite a, a we, lightsaber. They did not show too much. No, no, they, we didn't see Darth Maul either. To me, this felt like this is probably mostly <laughs> the first episode. Yeah, we didn't see Darth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think I am mostly the first. Yeah, I saw I saw a meme. It's like, uh, what was it? Um, like the Titan with uh, with the the you know carrying the the Earth on its back. Yeah, and it's like it's like the Star Wars universe is the Earth. Tatooine is the Titan carrying it because it's uh, yeah because it's always Tatooine and it's like it's it's fine, right? It's like Tatooine is like a like a garbage planet, but like a lot of stuff happened there that affects the entire galaxy. So, yeah. you know, I don't care. I think I would say Tatooine and Andor are probably two like very, very, very profound locations, like in Star Wars. I want them to explore Yavin Four with the ruins of that temple. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that'd be cool. Yeah, it's a pr- um, yeah. No, honestly, that what yeah, I'm, I agree with you. Like, probably what we saw in this trailer, uh, it's uh, it's from the uh, first episode. Uh, man, the makeup on uh and. Uh, on on Owen Lars, he looks he looks really good. He looks like the the original actor, man. I yeah. was in uh, in the yeah. uh, you know real movie, and then uh, came back on episode two. Uh, to well, it's be... cool because it was Joel Edgerton in the prequels. Yeah, yeah the yeah, coolest yeah. part. So yeah. like bringing him back, but still trying to blend him with like you're saying, like yeah. from the New Hope stuff, like you know cool and 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 just that one shot like clearly somebody's being hung you know whether that's by the force or someone's literally yeah. on a galley or dude. or like, or, it's, or you know at least like force lifted or something right that's what i'm saying yeah. either like force lifted or yeah. like this one's gonna be serious man yeah. I, I love that i yeah. love that i want to see this on a, a big screen i don't want this <clears> on my tv i want to rent out a movie theater and see i want, I want the a rematch of the <laughs> century dude i want a blu-ray of this i don't wanna, I know yeah that I, I can know, just I'll watch anytime, it. yeah. Uh, I, I'm super excited, super, super excited. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's Obi Wan, bro. Come on, it's like, it's, I'm, I'm so that's, excited, that's the man. boy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we're, I guess we're gonna move along because, uh, we still have a bunch of stuff to talk about, so we'll talk more Obi Wan, uh, as, uh, more, more info keeps trickling down, so, um, all right. Well, Apple had an event. Uh, just real quick, uh, things of note is uh, that 
Apple, you know, the, uh, I'm uh, the iMac studio or Mac studio as they call it. Um, <laughs> was that I'm watching the event. I told you this is a, a, a 10 K system, you know, meaning cost $10,000. And that's exactly what the bundle's going for. Um, that was like what? 10,300, right? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you can get the base Mac studio, which I think is an amazing, amazing computer for $2,000, man. Yeah. It's a great, great deal. Uh, and you know, for the specs that the monitor, that the, the, uh, display has for 1500, if you're doing video editing, yeah, that's, that's a gift, bro. <laughs> like yeah. think about it for 3,500 bucks, you can have basically like a, like a studio grade system. Uh, Absolutely. And you know. People don't see it like that. It's like, oh, you know, it's so expensive. <laughs> but it's not for you, right? Are you making? No. Are you making 4K content? Are you making? Are you editing? You know, half hour, fifty, one hour videos. No, you're you're just using your phone for TikTok. That's all you. Ooh. That's all you need, right? You need a phone. <laughs> you need a phone for TikTok. You need a phone for TikTok. You don't need this computer. That's all you need. Wow. Um, I I think it's great device honestly i was very very impressed um the specs that they're showing are are like i don't want to say they're exaggerated right because i think when it comes to the m1 stuff like apple really knocked it out of the park and um yeah i'm i'm impressed um honestly like if instead of buying another computer or building another pc like i told you it's like i would get a mac mini honestly because well that's just it like the Mac Minis now, if anything, seem cooler because the studio, like you understand, it's it's kind of a hybrid, right? It's like it's kind of between your Mac Mini and then your Mac the Pro, Pro, like desktop, like mm -hmm. model. Um, <clears throat> so, if if that's the case, like the Mac Mini is still a great deal, um, you know, the, for, for with M1 capabilities. I would obviously argue people to go newer, right, with what they're doing here. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but like your point a little bit, like this is a studio. They're being very clear in the title, the Mac Studio. They've never done something like this, but they're making it extremely clear who they want the um, consumer to be, and that is a business grade professional um, designer type yeah. roles. Um, and so this is not for like you're saying, uh, you know, uh, Nona trying to open up her Facebook. Uh, yeah, so exactly. This yeah. this ain't it. And that's fine. They've got a product for you, which is an iPad, or you know, you're saying your phone, or whatever. A very good iPad that they announced yesterday too. So exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, they said that they're going to talk Mac Pro later. Mac Pro still has uh, Intel chip on it. Um, they're still, getting away like, from that. Oh yeah, they they they're 100 getting away from all Intel, um, and uh, it's still like six grand, right, for Mac Pro? Let me see. Uh, Mac Pro base, yeah, five uh, fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, yikes! <laughs> that's that's uh yeah. That's a pretty penny. Yep, yep, yep. Um, honestly, like if but you know, and they still have that other crazy display, right? That's like a million dollars. It's it's five hundred dollars for the for the stand, right? Was it five hundred or a thousand dollars for the stand? Something like that. Oh my it's gosh, crazy. some crazy, yeah, yeah, it's bonkers. Um, but yeah, pretty good stuff from Apple. Uh, also pretty good stuff from PlayStation. Uh, we had a, uh, a surprise state of play yesterday. Um, and we had a couple of really cool reveals. So I think 
that game from Capcom, uh, Exo Primal, mm-hmm. that was that game that got announced when the PS5 was announced that was called, like, like, ah, I forgot the name of it. It was like a, like a space thing. I remember the trailer, but I don't remember the name. I think this game evolved into something else and just went with it. Um, I called it Dinosaur May Cry because it's basically <laughs> there's dinosaurs and, uh, you know, exosuits. Uh, it looked cool. I mean, I'll, I'll play it. Probably not going to pre-order, but if I see it cheap, I'll probably play it. It looks, looks yeah. cool. Yeah. So Exoprimal from Capcom coming out. Uh, that is uh, confirmed to be uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC coming out next year. Um, the uh, they around they announced some retur- uh, DLC for Returnal uh, with uh, its free DLC expansion, and they're adding co-op. So native native co-op uh, being added to Returnal. Uh, we had a quick update one with uh, from Ghostwire Tokyo that comes out in a couple of weeks. Uh, that game still looks pretty good. I'm interested. Um, First Spoken, we saw a new trailer. It looks amazing, and it got delayed, which is great because I want this game, and I, I you know, I, I have a backlog, <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm glad it got delayed to October, October 25th. It was coming out in May, so uh, I'm glad this this game delayed. Uh, we saw another trailer for Stranger of Paradise, which I kind of want to play too. Um, at this point, this game comes out in two weeks. I mean, I, no I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take a rain check on that, and and, and just play Horizon. Later. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm not even like 15 hours into Horizon yet, so. <laughs> um, they have a Gundam Hero Shooter, uh, Gundam Evolution, that looks pretty good. That looks like a lot of fun. Um, if I'm not wrong, this game already came out in Japan, and it's doing pretty well. So, uh, so it's coming out. Uh, over here later this year uh free to play yeah it's a it's a it's a hero shooter yeah so um got gigabash not much to say there honestly um two decent announcements from square enix uh we have a new game or new ip called the dio field chronicle and it's a technical rpg kind of like you know, Final Fantasy Tactics meets Fire Emblem, kinda. Um, not my cup of tea, but you know, some people are are interested in that. And a new Val- Valkyrie game. So we haven't seen one of these guys in <laughs> in a long time. I want to say PS2, honestly. So um, yeah, Val- Valkyrie Elysium coming out. Uh, kinda looks like a PS3 game, running at a decent frame rate, but <clears throat> maybe. Honestly, maybe maybe this game was supposed to be a PS3 game and they just shelved it. And I was like, hey, we can actually have this game run decent now. So Oh yeah. Yeah, that honestly that's probably especially, what I, especially that it is a PS4, PS5 title, like yeah. clearly. Yeah. yeah. I I think this game probably was a was a PS3 game that got shelved and then they found an opportunity to uh uh to release it. But Joel, my game of the show Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> Go for it, man. The it's floor is Teenage yours. Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Kawabunga <laughs> Collection. 
Cowabunga. It's 13 games, Joel. It has everything. Everything. And I'm so happy. Check it out, right? Two weeks ago, I was looking at uh, at the arcade one-ups. I was like, man, it's like 500 bucks for a TMNT arcade one-up. And, and I was thinking, I was like, I really do wish they could do a collection with like the arcade games that, you know, you can play on the Switch or whatever. And then they come out and they deliver. Not only that, but holy crap, dude. Like, this is everything. And I am so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. <clears throat> so you get both TMNT arcade games. You get 1, 2, and 3 for the NES. You get Turtles in Time for Super NES. So you get two Turtles in Time. So you get the arcade version and the Super NES version, which are very different games. Um, you got uh, Hyperstone Heist that came out for the Genesis and you have the three Game Boy games. Um, in addition to that, you get the, all the tournament fighters. You get the one for the NES, which is a very rare NES game. It's, it's one of the more expensive NES games. If you're uh, you know, a games collector, you know that that game is like highly sought after because they were like, it was only released in the, in, uh, in the US, I think, and or North, North America. And then um, there was very limited copies uh, produced it was very late it was like a 1994 game came out for the nes so it was very very late um and you know it has the genesis version which is probably one of the worst games that i've ever played <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it has a super nintendo version which is very good so uh, <laughs> i am very excited it's coming out this year so i'm gonna get this day one and I'm gonna get the uh, the new one, the Revenge Fred Shredder's Revenge, or when it comes out next year, uh, when it comes out this year. So, TMNT's back, and I open oh, his Teenage so, Mutant Ninja Turtle. I was so hot. Look at this They're guy. Back. Look at that guy smiling oh, yeah, back yeah. there. Oh yeah, man. That's a smirk. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, I am very excited because it was about time. And who's publishing this game, Joe? Konami. Oh, Konami, Konami man! Back to our free guy. But digital, produces. yeah, Digital Eclipse is developing the game, right? Um, then Konami is probably publishing. So someone at Konami is paying attention. I think what it is is that the those Castlevania collections that they released, because they released two different ones for Castlevania, and then they released a contract collection. I think those collections have been doing really well for them. So. They probably got together with Nickelodeon and it's like, hey, we got all this stuff that was very popular back in the day. And Nickelodeon just said yes. Like, <laughs> like, come on, dude. It's like no brainer. It's like this yeah. is the most popular game. Uh, like, like the original TMNT game, the NES one, the the really hard one. Um, that game basically saved the NES in Europe. Um, and the arcade games, like there was nothing like it back in the bro like there's there's been a very few times when i when i see a game for the first time right there's no surprises anymore because you see everything on youtube right and then you know or they released a video or a trailer um and you buy the game um but there's no surprises anymore one day i remember back in what 1990 um I went with my aunt to, she was going shopping. I was like, oh, I'll go with you. And I stopped by the arcade, bro. 
and I saw this thing, and I was like on my my TMNT like like high like peak fandom, and and I remember that this is one of the one of the times that I was just speechless, and uh, and uh, to this day I think about it, <clears throat> and I and I feel so nostalgic for this game that you know there's no going around it. I even bought so. Here's the story, right? I bought the second TMNT game that came out for PS2. Um, and I bought it just because it had the arcade version. Little did I know that Konami has had lost the rights to the music for the game. And they changed the music. And I played it for one level and I turned it off. And I was so upset. Wow. Just because they changed the music. No. Because the music that they showed on the trailer is the music from the game, from the arcade game, yeah. So what but the thing the same thing with the arcade one ups. Um whatever happened, I don't I, I really don't know what happened. It's very interesting. Uh it had to be like a publishing right or something. Um I know what it was. It was sub uh, some of the music that was done for this game was uh done by Saban back in the day before they jumped into like Power Rangers and stuff and I think they owned the music to the or or you know the the Ninja Turtles like music kind of like catalog oh okay I think that's what it was and then when uh Nickelodeon when Saban basically got dissolved and they started selling everything Nickelodeon bought all those rights back when they bought TMNT I that and but no, yeah, we're good. We're good. I, I'm so, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so happy, dude. Oh man. Uh, yeah. The show stealer. Yep. Game of the show. Close it up. <laughs> oh man. No going around it. Um, no, I'm looking forward to this and uh, Revenge of Shredders or Shredders Revenge, whatever it's called. Um, I'm super, super excited for this. Um. All right, let's uh let's end with a a couple of downers. <laughs> oh no, couple of downers here. So we have our, our we have our first huge dud for the PS5, and mind-boggling to me as a Platinum Games fan, Babylon's Fall came out. I didn't even know the game came out. <laughs> Forgettable. And published by Square Enix, dude. Which is crazy, right? Because they're they're pretty solid. Oh, they tried to bury it. They knew it was bad. <laughs> Man. Um. So they probably said, "Um, hey, this game's ready. When are we launching? When does Elden Ring come out? This day, release the same day. That way, no one will know." <laughs> um, Theories, conspiracy it's, theories. It's sitting. Hide the game. Oh. Oh my goodness where's uh let me let me look at metacritic right now because uh i know that there's a few um a few other outlets um reviewed it so let me see in the numbers where we at we fact check live on the show guys yeah, fact yeah, check live yeah. on the show i would rather fact check on the show than give you guys wrong information we are not about those fake news people uh, <laughs> so we 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 will not share the news that was it 
Kathleen Kennedy is is uh, is in the background sabotaging Obi Wan. No, we don't deal with that. <laughs> no, no, that's that's like Mike Zero can deal with that. No, I'm, fine. <laughs> oh. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> let's see. Babylon's Fall Metacritic. It's sitting at forty Metacritic, two point three user score. Um, crazy. Games of PlayStation 5 exclusive. First uh, Joe. Um, it's uh, mostly all negative reviews saying that the game is just repetitive, boring. Uh, it looks like a PS3 game. Um, uh, you know, a lot of negativity surrounded. What happened, Joe? What do you think happened? Um, that's the question I was going to ask you because I feel like there's no real reason why would Square Enix put together a game like this knowing that they've had plenty of time. I mean, think about it, dude, like all this, the, the exclusive stuff coming out for PS5, most of it has been delayed, right? Like yeah. <clears throat> last year, we didn't really get, we didn't really get anything because they just delayed stuff for that very reason. Like it's just not good. It's not polished, whatever. I, I don't know what the deal was for a game like this that clearly had plenty of time to be put together. Um, it just seems like it probably was just bad from the beginning. If, I, if you if, if you had to ask me, like, probably was doomed from the beginning. There's probably a lot of things that happened. I don't think it was. If it looks like a PS3 game, I don't think you, it was. It was so, ever really to being taken that serious. Then I, I really don't know what happened, man. Because the first time we saw this game, it looked really good, and then we didn't hear anything for a long time, and then the next time we sh we saw the game, they had changed the art style. Yeah, and true. I was like, what? and it looked terrible. I was like, wow, what's happening yeah. here? I don't know. And I, I just don't know what happened, man. Like, Platinum is super weird, right? But when you think about it, it's like, what's Platinum doing right now? They're doing Bayonetta 3, right? Uh, and that's one of their teams, uh, which is like the, the what I call Team A that does their, like, good stuff. But even even back then, right? Even back when uh, in the PS3 days, with like when they did like Metal Gear Rising, and um, you know they did have two bad games. So it was that Legend of Korra game that was bad, and the other Ninja Turtles game that they did was bad. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah, I, I, dude, a Ninja Turtles game by Platinum, and I heard about it. I was like, no, it's gonna be awesome. And then reviews came out, and everyone hated it. I was like, I'm not gonna buy it. Um, protest. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what's going on at Platinum, because then you get near right, and like Automata is like freaking yeah. masterpiece, right? But then, but then you get this. Like I really, it's super. I mean, you can't win all of them, right? I understand that's that. That's true. Yep, you that's know, true. And I, I understand that. Um, you know, games are are small small miracles, as I say. Uh, yeah. Now nowadays, um, but. I, I just really don't know. I just didn't really don't know what happened. What, you know, what's going on platinum? And then they're, uh, like they're they're uh, like wanting. They're saying it's like, oh yeah. So like, if someone wants to buy us, they can come and buy us. I don't know because they're you know, they're still an independent uh, uh, developer, and you know most of the games are published by by uh, other companies. But even. Like that Transformers game that they did was excellent. Devastation was so good. Yeah. Yep. And I played that one. Yeah. That Transformers Devastation was excellent. And 
you know, they, they basically it's Transformers Bayonetta and that, and it's, it's so good. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, something must have happened, right? When they changed the art style, that means that something happened. Um, we know that one of their game directors, um, I think it was the, uh, the guy that the directed Bayonetta 2 was in Platinum. He left. I think it was in Ca at Capcom before, but he left Platinum and went to Capcom. And he is a and he's the uh, design director for Street Fighter Six. So, I, I something's happening at Platinum. Um, I'm scared because I, I, you know, I really Astral Chain for the Switch, dude. That game's awesome. That game is so good. That dude, that game is like a hidden gem for the Switch because everyone talks Mario and Zelda, but that game is like top notch. That game is mm. really, really good. Um, you guys want a hidden gem on the Switch? There you go. Yeah, Astral Chain, really good. Um, I, I, I really don't know. Um, it, it's crazy, and then how they buried it with, uh, you know, releasing it the same day as Elden Ring, and it's like, oh yeah, it's like. We're going to go ahead and release you and no one's going to even know. So, uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep checking up on, on platinum's, uh, well-being. <laughs> we'll do a wellness check on platinum, uh, later on and, and we'll see what's up. I guess when Bayonetta 3 comes out, uh, we can, uh, we can hope that they can, uh, they can turn it around by then. Um, and the other downer that we have, <laughs> Joe. So there's an article in Kotaku saying that in the 20 years that the Xbox has been the Xbox has been out, they've only sold 2.3 million Xboxes in Japan for in, in 20 years. It's crazy. With the, the Switch sells that in Japan in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're in Japan, Xbox is just it's just very rare. Like it's, it's just not it's crazy. It's not, no one really, yeah, yeah. But there's not an appealing to to the to audience, and that's a there's a huge gaming audience out there. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think that a lot of the a lot of the audience that would go for an Xbox um, have a PC in Japan. That's true. That's, like, that's uh, a good point. Because PC in the last I want to say ten years over in Japan, it, it wasn't big, right? But um, when uh, I, I want to say like around. Like the the couple years before the PS4 came out, um, mm. you know the later years of the PS3, um, a lot of Japanese gamers actually started transitioning to PC. Um, so that would take a hit, you know, Xbox yeah. take a hit from that. Uh, but they do have the numbers, and it's very interesting. So the original Xbox was uh, four hundred seventy-two thousand nine hundred ninety-two units. The Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty was one million six hundred sixteen thousand. Uh, 128 units. Uh, Xbox One, the drop, 1,000, uh, one, 114,831. Oh my goodness, that's a tenth. That's a tenth of what the previous one sold. Wow. Yep. And the uh, and the uh, Series S X, uh, 142,000. Which I mean, it's early in its life cycle. Yeah, early yeah. early life cycle. They've already sold uh, or surpassed, surpassed yeah. the Xbox One. Rightfully so. Series yeah. X, Series S, phenomenal. Great job, Microsoft. Yeah, uh, honestly. Yep. 
Um, it's crazy. Um, and I know that the Japanese market has been shifting for the last ten years. That's there's a good been, point. Yeah. There's been a, there's been a really big shift. Uh, we've seen a renaissance with like new newer games coming out, and you know, Capcom kind of like fixing their crap, and and Konami just going under basically, and then uh, other studios again like Platinum and and Square Enix has done a great job. Um, it's it's great, right? Because they have that resurgence and uh, and and they have a fan base and people are buying their games. But it's like crazy with the Xbox. It's like no one wants an Xbox. Um, I remember when the Xbox One came out, um, there was this video going around where uh, 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 they were asking like Japanese kids, "It's like, hey, uh, so are you are you are you are you excited about the Xbox One?" And it's like, "What's well, an Xbox One?" And then wow. I was like, "What you? Which one would you pick? An Xbox One or an iPad? An iPad?" It's like, "Well, yeah, yeah." Yeah, and wow! Like it's crazy. Like, um, but how how they, they they were not able to get that mindset uh, behind them, and I think that part of the reasoning behind behind the three sixty doing, I guess, okay compared to the other consoles, uh, is that at the beginning of the three sixty, uh, you had a lot of Japanese exclusives on the uh, on the three sixty. You had, um, like, was Lost Odyssey and. A Blue Dragon and all this uh, other games that they partnered with uh, uh, with with Japanese developers and and put them out there. Um, not not so not so much with the original Xbox because the Sega games, with the exception of I think the Panzer Dragoon, uh, Orta, and maybe Jet Set Radio Future, the other games like Shenmue Two uh, and I'm missing one more. Uh, those came out on Dreamcast. In Japan, they didn't come out here, but they came out in Japan. So even with the original Xbox and having that Sega lineup uh, at the beginning when when the Xbox launched, um, that really didn't help. Um, the 360, yeah, we did see a little bit of a you know uh, of a fan base growing, but then it just the decline was brutal, man. And you know, uh, a year and a half with the X- Xbox One, they're doing pretty good. Um, I think they'll probably they're probably gonna end up doing around six hundred thousand, uh, which is still not like not good, but <laughs> but they're climbing back up. But they're, they're, re- yeah. they're restoring the name. Yeah, there's there's some mindset now. I mean, yeah, you know, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where uh, where Japanese gaming goes. Uh, we'll see where all these uh, consoles go in Japan. But yeah, the Switch is just dominating, dude. The Switch is just doing so well in Japan. Japan being like, because you know the Vita did really well there, and the PSP was phenomenal. Like all handhelds do really well over there, um, and that's not even considering that some handhelds that they had, like the Wonder Swan and uh, you know the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Well, Neo Geo Pocket Color came out here, but it was very very small. Uh, but it was very very popular over there. Uh, but the Wonder Swan and all those other consoles, uh, handhelds that never came over here. And, you know, they all did well. So, I don't know. It, it's, it's where the Switch is. Switch is such a great little machine, man. Like, you can Fantastic. say, you can say what you want about the, you know, graphics and frame rate and whatnot. And Pokemon looks like a PS2 game. And, and it's, people don't care. Uh, they're, they're still gonna, 
play their Switch. You know, that's it. More than likely next year, based on rumors. We'll see something, so. Yeah. That's what I got. I just did a quick scrub on... Uh, on news, uh, I, oh. I do got one other thing. Okay, do you want, I, you got something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, because I got the uh, um, the uh, Advance Wars remake that was coming out for the Switch got delayed indefinitely because of what's going Whoa. on right now. Yeah. Wow. No, the game was coming out in like like two weeks. So uh, yeah, so delayed indefinitely. <laughs> two weeks. Uh, we don't know when. <laughs> Yeah, Gotham Knights got moved Go- October 25th. I finally got a date. Yeah. Yeah. October 25th. Yeah. October so, 25th. Out the game same day as uh, First Spoken. So, we got options. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that one I'm looking forward to. I mean, just, just you know, seems, seems nice. Yeah. Um, speaking of DC and speaking of delays, let's uh, briefly talk about the films that got moved I around. That. I saw because that. Because. Yeah. Okay, so so you got you got two movies that got shifted and two well four movies that got shifted really. Uh, you got Aquaman two that was moved from December of twenty twenty two now to March seventeenth, two thousand twenty three. Black Adam pushed from July two thousand twenty two to October twenty first two thousand twenty two. So same year, but it's just moved from summer now to fall. Flash got moved from the fall of November twenty twenty two to June twenty twenty three. June 23rd specifically. Wow. Obed. We also got uh, Shazam got moved from uh, December 16th instead to mid-2023. Not an exact date as far as I can see. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, other movies, non, non-DC non movies also got moved around. So it wasn't just DC movies. There's like the, the Meg sequel and the uh, Willy Wonka <clears throat> movie got moved. But, uh, okay. no, I bring it up because, you know... <laughs> I was talking about obviously the beginning of the episode about the Batman and how like so when the movie starts before it starts they had that you've seen on YouTube that one that was going around that the 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 hype trailer that they put together that's you know the world needs heroes right that it gave us quick cl- clips from Black Adam and the Flash and whatever that that special uh, short that they put together they played that before the Batman started and and leads into. DC films coming 2022. Like, look forward to if you like the Batman. Like, we've got these other movies coming out this year. Yep. Pretty cool. You know how usually Obed with uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman two, and I can't remember if Shazam or the ones had too. But they had that Worlds of DC intro where like it has kind of like how Marvel has their Marvel Studios oh, intro that yeah, you get yeah, where yeah. it shows all the flashes, the comics, and the movies, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, this one, with them, they usually have the worlds. They did not have that at all. But they took the worlds of DC completely out of the intro. And they just still haven't straight, figured out branding. Right. They they <laughs> took out their whole their branding thing and just jumped straight to literally across screen, the Batman in red. Um, so they there's no... That's not trying to spoil, but yeah, there was no um, worlds of DC. And so Weird. I, I, I say this to say like, that of all the things from the takeaway that that made sense because you think like this could be Earth two and this can be Earth three like you that was kind of like the idea right like you know you you can still have your Flash movie where Ben Affleck is going to be Batman and it doesn't infringe on this because it's different worlds the worlds of DC and so for them to take that away was a very bizarre move I don't don't really understand and then you get these delays and it's like okay you got two. The, basically the Shazam worlds, right? Shazamverse, whatever they're doing there, that's clearly connected, right? So your Black Adam and your Shazam movie coming mm-hmm. out this year. That's cool. At least we still get two movies this year. But um, 
that's a long time for the flash i i yeah. joked a long time about that movie's not real till it comes out then i, I took it back as we finally got a trailer look good and, and here muck. we are again talking yeah. uh, yet again obit about this movie now coming out june of 2023 that's a big delay um and you know it's it's real like michael kidden's out there talking about it so yeah no it's um, coming it's coming it's just so crazy man i feel like we started the podcast talking about this movie i know and it's it's still not here yeah. also a quick update for yeah. uh mario day they did announce that uh the super nintendo world and uh universal studios hollywood is opening next year so, so um have you seen have you seen, bad. have you seen construction of the uh, one here like no, pictures no okay like you can you can see the layout like you can already see the layout based on you know the picture the video and pictures that I've seen from Japan. It's basically the same layout. So um, there's rumors, Joe. I don't know if you've heard that they're going to try and finish that land first and open it before the rest of the park because of the band. I mean, they would make money. Yeah, they would make money just for that land. Yeah. So, um, so that's. that's pretty interesting uh but the one here is what still scheduled for 2025 right yeah something like that yep. you know epic universe and all that yeah yep so we shall see uh cool stuff very excited tons of stuff happening tons of stuff happening that we love so uh yeah hopefully next week we'll have a, a few more updates and uh, a few more things get announced and uh we'll keep putting out I guess quality content for your ears. <laughs> I guess <laughs> for your for your gears for your ears to enjoy on your drive, <laughs> safe for the yeah. little ears in the back seat. Hey, we, we might just take. <laughs> we might just take I that stole, one. I stole that uh, yep, from a, okay. from a, that, that is a local original. radio station that I only put on during Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's very original. It's very original, a little bit. Yeah. Very original. But, uh, uh, favorite look... song is Christmas shoes. I know. Yeah. No. Um... no oh my gosh. Christmas <laughs> right. shoes. Yeah. Only. Yeah. You know what, bro? I've had like two Christmases without having to listen to that song, and it's great. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Like, when... Yeah. That, it's that's... that one, and then um, I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> it's that one, and the other one that really like ticked me off with like was like one last Christmas. I was like, thank you. Oh. For in, yes. for reminding me of death, the, you know. <laughs> right? The happiest time of year. Let's yeah. take you to the darkest corners. I know, I know. I That'll know, make you feel I, better. <laughs> I didn't know that there was a uh, uh, a Christmas shoes parody that SNL did oh, with yeah. Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it yeah, was really yeah, good. I've seen. Yeah, 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 I've seen it. Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> well, good stuff. About Christmas in March. <laughs> yep. Christmas in March. It's, ha- I, dude, I was I was playing with my daughter. I was playing with my. Uh, yeah. We have friends come over over the weekend, sure. uh, and they brought my daughter a Mario Monopoly. So I was playing with nice. her. I was playing with her, and it's like, and then out of, out of nowhere, uh, it's like it's the most wonderful time of the year comes out on TV, like on a commercial. It's, it's a commercial for Claritin, for the allergy pills, it's, and my daughter's like confused. You can see the confusion on her face. It's, it's like, like, it's like, it's not, it's not Christmas. It's like, I don't know. Well, here, and here we are. Talking about Christmas in March. Talking about Christmas. What's going on, man? Joel, wrap it up, man. Uh, <laughs> well, happy Mario Day, everybody. Uh, just just want to make sure I wrap it with that. We really encourage you guys to stay connected, following us. Stay subscribed to our podcast, podcast platforms of your choice. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music. Find us on these platforms. 
and subscribe. Also, subscribe to our video version on our YouTube channel. You can follow us there and like the videos, comment, share them with your friends and family. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, also, we invite you to stay connected with us on our social media. If you're watching right now the video version right below us, you'll see the graphic showing all the different channels we're on. You can go ahead and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at NoLoadTime. That's at NoLoadTime. Also, we are on Twitch, so no load time altogether on Twitch. Thanks for the people in the Twitch chat today. We really appreciate y'all. Make sure you follow. Make sure you share with your friends and family. We appreciate you. And we also, last but not least, invite you to send your feedback. Send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Questions, comments. We may, just might, discuss your comment or your question on an upcoming episode if you send it in. So make sure to send those on in. Thank you all again very much, and we look forward to being with you on our next episode. Merry Christmas, Obed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.